So what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the O Canada RC podcast, OCRC podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lemoyne. And for today's guest uh, intro, we're going to try things a little bit differently. Um, I stumbled upon this gentleman's Instagram accounts, I'd say a few weeks to a month back. And I just want to say I felt a connection. And now before that sounds too weird, let me explain. We've never met. We've never spoken. We've only traded texts over Instagram. And his content said a few things to me. And these are the words that pop to mind uh, for our next guest. Dad, RC gearhead, creator, designer, family, and fun. And I think that sums up our guest today. And that's why I reached out to him. I'm really pleased to welcome to the show Pablo Guerrero. Welcome to the show, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I'm... uh... I'm pleased. Those are some nice words to start off with. That's great. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Thank you. You know, it's funny, right? Um, I find even in today, especially today, where we're isolated, right, more than we've ever been, and social media, I think, has entered people's lives more than maybe they wanted to at some point. Not you and I, because we're we're old hat on it. But sure, <laughs> we kind of you kind of connect and you find ways to connect when you can't be exactly with people, right, or in front of them. Oh, absolutely. It's just uh, you're constantly sharing ideas and all that kind of stuff across the board. And, you know, that Instagram's a fantastic platform for that. It's, it makes people very accessible. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's cool because you can be creative and you can... It, what blows me away is sometimes our account has grown exponentially since January, uh, basically since all this stuff started happening. And uh, what blows me away is when people send me a message and ask me a question. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a professional <laughs> at this, <laughs> you know, so, but it's cool because uh, you, yeah. know, you get to hear that from everybody and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, for sure. And in your, and as we'll get into, um, I think maybe one of the reasons why I was, I really wanted to have you on is because you're a creative. I think it's fair to say, sure. and I'm a creative, I'm on the other side in my real job, I'm in PR and communication. So I don't get to use colors and, and my hands as much, but you know, that whole creativity, that whole creative sort of stream, I think is what I think is, is going to make this conversation cool. So to start off, you have two instant accounts uh, that people should follow. And I'm, I'm going to shamelessly plug them uh, at, R- at RC underscore Amigos uh, and at Amigo underscore Arts. Did I get those right? Absolutely. Yep. Cool. So one of them is obviously your RC account. And the other one we're going to talk about a little later. I'm just going to leave a bit of a cliffhanger there for people. But sure. what I like to do on my podcast, because I'm a Marvel geek. And that was yeah. the other thing I noticed in a few of your videos. You do a really cool Marvel technique. Um, if anybody's ever seen a Marvel movie, the words coming up at the beginning of the movie and all the pictures, all the superheroes, you did a pretty cool ad- adaptation of that. So in my podcast, I like to do and talk origin stories. Um, sure. So I want to start with your origin story. Was there an animantium roll cage that gave you the ability to heal broken RCs or <laughs> was there a super soldier serum that was injected into you to, uh, to fight for good? So uh, how did you, how did you get into this crazy hobby, man? Uh, well, just, I think it's funny because a lot of people, you know, and, and I listened to one of your shows a couple days ago about <laughs> how you go, you went away from it and you came back and yeah. you're, talking about your kids going and coming, that kind of thing. And I think that's true for a lot of people. Uh, I, I've i always been, it's weird, I've always been a hands-on kind of creative person and a kid. And uh, my first, I guess when I first got into it, I remember two things. So I remember getting a Bigfoot, uh, nice. this is like 80s, right? So yeah, it was yeah. off-brand but it had batteries in it. I remember getting a Bigfoot for Christmas and my grandparents had this really odd um, kind of living room where the deck was above your shoulder and you could see out to the window. Oh, cool. I remember it snowing and it just had probably an inch of snow on, on, the, on the deck out there and we could slide the window open and sit on the little, we had a little bench seat right there. We could sit on the bench and drive the Bigfoot out in the snow. Nice, nice. And, and that was, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how old I was, maybe five or six or something like that. And then from then it was like, I was hooked, right? So then yeah. after that, I remember the next Christmas, I probably, I, I got one of those crazy Lamborghinis and I don't remember <laughs> what it was, if it was a Tyco or what, but it was the kind that had, you know, full suspension and it had high low gear, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And I'm still probably, 
you know, seven-ish, somewhere around there. And my grandfather, so that's kind of a, we'll, we'll segue into that a little bit later when we talk about my business, but my grandfather yeah. owned a business mm-hmm. and uh, he owned a janitorial service and he kind of started from nothing and built it up to having like government contracts and that kind of stuff. Wow. But I would go with him and help him with do floors. And I remember we would do like a big warehouse and he'd like, he'd be like, bring your RC car. And I would just <laughs> let it rip up and down this warehouse. It was so much fun. But That's then awesome. fi- finally I got my first hobby grade for Christmas and it was a uh, Blackfoot. And nice. uh, my grandfather and I, he was my father figure. So he was for a, for a long time anyway, until probably I was, probably he was the main father figure in my life until probably I was 10 and then my stepdad kind of came along and my parents got married when I say my parents he's basically my dad but until he got they got married when I was 14 or so but my grandpa and I were like you know he I've taken a lot he's no longer with us but I've Mm. taken on a lot of his uh, traits and I remember building my first one with him and that was the Blackfoot and then after that probably a year after that or two i got the mud blaster and then oh, it was yeah like, yeah it was rad and then that's there, nice. it was like it was just on off to the races for you know probably till i was 12 or, or 13 and then sports kind of took over my yeah. life and yeah. uh i was an athlete for a long time uh up through college and then uh you know got married after mm-hmm. right out of college got married and that's when I actually got kind of dipped my toes back in it uh, in the the RC stuff and I remember the first one I got was a T-Max 2.5 because I'd never had a nitro and I was like like, I'm a super gearhead right so I I went to school well originally I was going to go to school for I wanted to go into automotive design Mm -hmm. and do industrial design and then I went into, I went to a school where I was like, okay, well, I'm going to learn graphic design and then kind of parlay that in. And the graphic design professor was like, yeah, I think you should go into sculpture. And so, because the first project we had, I had to make a book and they (laughs) said, you know, do a layout and make a book, do whatever binding you want. And so this was probably my freshman year in college and I took roof flashing like tin yep. and I made it into the front clip of a car and the hood opened up and there was a bunch of pictures the story the narrative wow. was me and my stepdad working on cars right That's and cool. so she was like yeah because I brazed it all together in my dorm room I didn't have any tools <laughs> and she's like yeah you need to get into sculpture and then so from there I went into sculpture and I just stayed there and I loved That's... it and uh but yeah when I got to the T-Max I was like okay here we go. And I started playing around with that. And uh, then I got a RC10 GT. Oh, nice. And then that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then and then I stepped away, you know, because it's like yeah. it's getting into my career and then having a family. And kids. A yeah. 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 And then now my kids, as of not this, not Christmas 2019, but Christmas 2018, we bought the family their first set of rc cars so cool and and then it was like forget about it right (laughs) then it was like my backyard got tore up and then it started being like next month another car next month another car yeah man yeah yeah i started going crazy no that's that's cool and 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 you little cat out of the bag there for people but i want to talk about your backyard a little bit further on but i think it's amazing like so i'm a big stories guy i like people's stories and i think that's what got me into my real job but and parlaying that into this now and hearing your story man and and i know so many people that have versions of that where um it's rc's always there it's whether it's been on the periphery or it's been their main focus people always seem to come back to it it's like um like i like you said i i popped out and now i'm back probably stronger than i've ever been you know i'm 44 and um, I just bought a nitro the other day. I'm waiting for it with COVID shipping, but everybody's dealing yeah, with that. Um, sure. But it's, it's just a ready to run low C8, but I'm, I'm stoked to get back into that. Um, and it's, it's just incredible, right? To hear your story. Everybody's got a unique twist on it, but there's that common thread that you can always see in it. And so, yeah, thanks for sharing. Cause that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. um, you know, one of the cool things that I actually got to do with RC that I, I say it wasn't, 
so that's kind of when I when I bought my car I kind of didn't or my you know T-Max or uh, RC10 GT whatever it was but I was working at a place that they kind of headhunted me for my other job and I was a designer and fabricator for a place that was kind of do you guys remember a show called Monster Garage 100% yeah yeah so it was a show it was a, a company that was doing heads up dino drag racing and I was making basically the boss cars, right? So the cars that you would go up against and race against. Wow. And this was heads up racing in 2006, probably. And so I was, you know, a couple of years out of college, fresh, fresh in the game. And they said, hey, here's a, we had a hearse that had hydraulics on it that was down something down, kind of like a show car. And then they said, can you make this casket do the same thing? Because I designed the <laughs> casket with it. So I actually designed and built a tube chassis to go underneath a casket that had six hydro hydraulic switches and a pump. And it had a EV car, like basically a golf cart uh, motor in it. And it ran off of a Fataba 12 channel. And nice. I, I did all these cool things. Like I remember back then I was researching and I got like the front steering servo, servo was like this weird hundred pound servo that oh, was wow. used it was like i sourced it because it was used in um what are those you know when people have bomb threats and they send the robot in yeah it was it was like that type of servo back then wow. where they would have like super heavy lifting and frank oh, servo dude it was rad and so it ran <laughs> off of 312 volt car batteries the optima <laughs> batteries and uh you know to be geeking out at that time over being like yeah wow i'm making a, a real life rc car and then the other cool thing, I totally forgot about this actually, I made kill switches for this show and I used the Spectrum, I don't remember what the radio was, but I literally took the re the receiver apart, or I take the receiver and I put it in line with a relay on the ignition line, yeah. the coil of a car, yeah. and then I took the transmitters apart and, and put them all on toggle switches on a panel. And so we could have six cars running and I could kill every, real car like one to one yeah, yeah whenever yeah. i wanted to just by oh, making wow. that transmitter thing that but that was a blast you know? it's like yeah. it's it's not like honey i shrunk the kids honey i i juiced the servo like you, yeah <laughs> you you, re you reverse engineered it from rc right and for uh, sure you know it's funny when you say that i i my next i'm looking at notes because i make i make notes and I, I like to try to do a little research on you guys and sure and i said you know when i looked at your youtube presence the words that summed it up for me were creator designer which i think i said already but i also wrote down mad scientist so when you just <laughs> gave that example man that's like that's a compliment but i was just like that's awesome that you, you shared that story so um i hope Thanks, you take that man. as a compliment yeah oh dude sure. that's kind of like my <laughs> going back to the marvel theme that's kind of my thing like if i won the lottery i would totally be a tony stark like 100 <laughs> yes. i would have my yeah. shop would just be like a toy shop and i would just make whatever came to my mind and sick you know draw it and yeah. cut it up and do it so see i don't have the mind for that and i'm not saying i'm anywhere near his physique but my guy steve rogers so i'd have to be captain oh America. there you go <laughs> there you go just because I, I you know you, you try to liken yourself to be like a good person so every sure. time i watch those movies i'm like yeah maybe a third uh, a 30 132nd of what he was <laughs> right so on. let's so let's talk about various segments in rc and i i hate pigeonholing when it comes to rc and i hate this question but sure. i always like to ask it um crawling bashing racing building kind of four segments that i i looked at do you have a favorite is it like a uh, is it like a mix or like some you know combination of those where does your heart really lie in this hobby you know it's funny so when we got back into the hobby i've never done like true racing right so i've yeah. kind of like gone and shown up and kind of raced people that were at the track here and there but never got into that um but we our first cars that we got for the family we got a armor granite four by four Nice. Uh, like, and then we've got we got a uh, Ruckus 118 and a WL Toys little buggy car. Um, so those were all you know four wheel drive kind of go fast cars. Yeah. And we had a blast with that. And we were we were like that's at the time where when I kind of started the account and I was looking at the Instagram account anyway and I was kind of looking at the uh, you know what's out there what's kind of cool and I'm a designer type guy and the crawling scene is cool to me because I can 
customize these cars in ways that you know are like a real car and same with like the drift scene i think that's one of the things that too, that people kind of don't talk a lot about are like kind of those drift cars and the fast that's cars true, man. sliding around the yeah. uh, the fast cars it's weird i feel like i kind of gravitate back and forth between kind of go fast and crawling um it, and it's basically like what the kids are into you know because yeah. like if, yeah, if yeah. my kids are like right now we're kind of more into going fast than we are into crawling right i still like the crawling aspect of it um yeah but we're kind of more into driving and i enjoy that because i see the skills of my kids learning how to drive period and you know learning understanding how to hold a line and you know my son is he just turned six yeah and we're battling it out on our little short course <laughs> and you know the other day he was holding me off and i was like dude awesome driving way to hold you know way to stay your yeah. line like yeah. that's and he and sometimes i don't think the kids understand that like understand sure. what they're doing um but then like you know my daughter is really interested in crawling and she's she's very hand-on or hands-on too so we get to for her, me and her i think we really enjoy the build aspect of it nice and that's, that's kind of where we get together on that kind of thing a lot that's more. A that's awesome, man. Yeah, I have an eight-year-old son and an eleven-year-old daughter too, so we're in a similar situation there. And it's funny how different they can be, but um, it's cool to see where they're. You know, I'm sure it's cool for you to see what they're gravitating towards and kind of just going with it and 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 just letting them kind of find their path through it, right? And, and I mean, the fact that they're into it is is huge. My son was into it for a while. He had an ECX amp. Um, and he's kind of he's a sport kid and he's into his sports and so it's cool and i know one day he'll come back to it and uh and we'll connect again on it but um yeah very cool man um speaking of speaking of youth uh, i i always look at the health of the hobby um and you mentioned you mentioned uh like um drifting and whatnot one of the little sub segments that i'm into here is is the mini z circuit so the, the little quick kyosho mini z's and um sure you know, in Canada and in, in Southern Ontario, where we are, there's not a lot of dirt tracks that are, you know, quality. And I've, I've kind of taken a shining to racing and starting to get into it, you know, sportsman class, nothing crazy. Uh -huh. But, you know, the mini Z cars, are, there's an indoor track I found near me. So it's kind of like, that's what I'm going to do because I know I can go and I can race. But the health of the hobby in the States, in Canada, I wonder from your perspective, what, how is the health of the hobby looking to you? That's an interesting uh, thing. So, so it's kind of like video games to me, mm. meaning it's kind of an individualized kind of sport, I guess, if you want to call it. Um, sure. I, so I don't live in a hotbed of RC really because we're up north also. So we're just below Vancouver, BC. Oh, cool. And, and so we get weather out here we get rain we get snow we get temperature <laughs> yep. so um i but we do have an outfit out here that we joined called die hard rc and they have a carpet like off-road carpet series oh nice um, and they actually do it indoor and they go mm -hmm. to a church and do it indoor and then they also have an outdoor kind of playground area where they have a they have a carpet course and they have a dirt course and crawling, all that kind of stuff. That's um, awesome. And I see a ton of kids doing it. I think the hard thing, and this is this is a perfect kind of segue for us about talking about racing for our kids. So um, I think the hard thing is the attention span for the off time of racing, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, so I coach baseball and you know, when you, when you don't have the kids at that, like my kids age, you know, the young kids, when mm -hmm. you don't have them engaged and moving a hundred percent of the time, yeah. they get bored and they want to yeah. move on to the next thing. And so, mm -hmm. and that's why I say it's kind of like the video game kind of yeah. aspect. Um, and so I think that's really difficult. And with, hmm. you know, trying to find a way to say, cause like, I think my kids want to get into racing, but I don't know that we're ready discipline wise and yeah. discipline meaning like I can sit here and watch five more races <laughs> until it's my turn kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then like some of those races that they have, you show up at eight o'clock in the morning and you're done at eight at night. You That's know? right. That's right. And it's a long day for, you know, a tenure mm -hmm. or whatever. So um, That's interesting. And so I think that's kind of a an aspect where I don't know enough of the scene to say I would like to see a, a youth novice class where it's like 
bang, 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 I get my racing done from eight to 11 and I'm out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hard thing is you got to have the kids to do it, right? And Oh, yeah. And there's a, you know, it's it's, it's not a cheap hobby. I know everyone talks no. about that before, you know, and, but at the same time, it's kind of like, to me, uh, a race car is the same expense as them playing baseball for this season. hundred percent, man. hundred um, percent. And, and, and the funny thing is, I think the time commitment is actually a little less um, mm-hmm. than playing baseball. And, and this is me being like 100% baseball. I mean, I have baseball in my blood. I've yeah, yeah. my entire life. I love it. Yeah. But the, the time commitment for racing versus baseball, I think, is a lot less. And like other sports, because mm-hmm. a, a lot of times you're only out there every Saturday, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and like my kids, we have a little course in the back. It's not big enough to really, it's big enough to kind of practice a little bit, but it's not big enough to actually get on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, unless you're out there, you know, twice a week really grinding on it, they're not gonna have that kind of seat time to go through it. Um, but, you know, it, for us out here, I think it costs, you know, close to 200 bucks, 150 bucks to just enroll in the season of baseball. Mm-hmm. And then every year it's new cleats, new yep. bat, new glove, <laughs> you know, new socks, new belt, yep. like all that kind of stuff. And it adds up to be, you know, 100%. a, a four or five hundred dollar season. And that's playing rec team ball. That's not playing like house league. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, to buy a car that's two, three hundred bucks oh, and yeah. then to go out there. And so, like, that's kind of why we got into those slashes that we've been playing with is yeah. because under 200 bucks we can go out there and run and you know being that i'm a technical guy i can set up a car and get some different tires and we can probably go out there and i don't want to say compete on the carpet course because we're not at that level yet but we can go out there and run right you know and so i think that's the fun part yeah no that's really cool like i mean uh, this is here's my stereotype for the podcast I'm Canadian. Go surpri- surprise, surprise! Both my kids play ice hockey. Uh, sure. My son, my son plays at a high level. He's eight. Uh, yeah, and I hear you. If they're sitting still for more than five or ten minutes while trying to focus on something, whether it's school or or the wheel on my on my radio, sure. I agree. It, it's tough, and I and I think that's a really really good point you made because I, I struggled with that at first when my son kind of gave said ah he, he his exact words are I don't think this is my thing, Dad, <laughs> with RC. And fair enough, right? He uh, sure. he might come back to it, but I mean, the comparisons you make there are really huge, and 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 I think universal, whether it's baseball or hockey or soccer or whatever your sport is, right? So, yeah. it's it's really cool. Okay, I want to do something fun here, a little, little quick sure. piece. Finish this sentence for me. The youth of today will blank RC. Why? And why? Oh man, that's a that's a big yeah. question. That's a, uh, so the youth of today will. Or phrase it better, because I mean, to blank RC might be tough, but the youth of today will uh, do this to RC. You know, I think they're going to innovate a lot on RC um, with cool. with a lot of the technology that they're kind of getting into. Um, you know, a lot of parents now that are in RC are more technical savvy, uh, and they can pass that on to their kids, and so. You know, my kids are at the point now where they're like, hey, can we, this part break, broke, can we 3D print it? Or can we yeah. look at making a better one? <laughs> or can we, um, you know, th- I think that's how they're going to innovate it. They're going to see that the technology, you know, we have uh, certain brands coming out with, you know, stuff that you can talk to your car with your phone. That's and right. And that's at a level that's pretty high, but these kids now are like, superseding that level so much yeah. of technology they're going to be able to say well hey here's what we're going to do with this you know we're going to put an arduino in this car and we're going to make it do this and we're yeah. going to make it so it turns on the cooling system and blah 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 <laughs> you know like they're going to get yeah. to that point i think um, that's awesome i you know hopefully it grows the rc a little nice. bit more um but yeah i definitely think they're going to innovate the rc yeah. yeah for the amount of kids i've seen on instagram kids who their post is a 3D printing of a, a part. And it kind of blows my mind because I've done 3D printing at the library with my kids. You know, we mm-hmm. make keychains. We make sure. keychains. These kids are making diff cases. <laughs> They're doing right. some pretty complicated things. And, and the uh, you'd know this better than me, but the, the, the actual programming online through software to you know to to draw that and have it render and then print it off. It's it's mind blowing. So yeah, that's 
I think when you say innovate, that's that's a great hope. I, I kind of have a similar hope, and it would be amazing to see that. So, one of one of your projects caught my eye, and we I want to touch on it, and then I want to get into Amigo Arts. Um, sure. Um, your Rust layer. So I followed you in your shop. I think when you first had this rustler sitting on your bench, and it was beat up, and it, it tugged my heartstrings because. <laughs> One of my first cars, as I when I got back into this, was a Rustler that I bought on eBay from a dude in Florida, and it had the original yellow, white, and purple, blue body on it, and um, and mine was just a bag of sand when I got it, and I totally stripped it. So when I saw that, what was the uh, what was the inspiration for that? I think you, I think it's with your daughter now. Yeah. So, uh, so. I guess the inspiration, the cool, so my neighbor down, my shop is like a big industrial park, right? And we all know each other up and down the the block here. And one of my neighbors owns a machine shop down there and his kids are in their thirties and moved on. And he came by and he said, Hey, here's a bin full of RC stuff. (laughs) And I mean, it was like, I don't know if you saw It's like Christmas for you, man. Dude, I don't know if you saw the post. There's like three or four (laughs) T-Maxes. I did. I did. Oh, it was ridiculous. And I was like, and the thing is, they're so far gone. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to do with this, right? <laughs> so the wrestler, I was like, okay, I, I knew I wanted to make one of those cars and my family. So my wife, who's, you know, half owner of the business and is also creative, had to go out and paint murals for a, a job that we're doing. And so she oh. took the kids out there with uh, my in-laws. And so when that happens, I work 24 hours a day, right? And so yeah. like I, I just go through because I don't have any guilt or anything like that. So I'm just plowing through. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to keep a little level. I'm going to go and I, this is my goal for this weekend. I'm going to build this car kind of a thing. And so I was <laughs> like, okay, here we go. And so my son and I got the slashes. I got, he, our first slash was like our family car. And I actually took that on by trade for our weld job that I did at the shop. And uh, this guy was like, I've got this, I'll just give it to you. I was like, cool, man. Nice. Um, the second one we got, uh, through, you know, we just got it. From, actually from my other neighbor at the shop, uh, I was doing some work for him and he kind of said, hey, I've got, here's have this one, I'm gonna buy another one. I was like, cool. And we'll get into him a little bit later because he's kind of like, uh, I'd say a partner in crime in our RC adventures. <laughs> um, but he, uh, so he gave me that one. I paid him some money for it. But uh, but then, you know, there's two cars and one person doesn't have a fast car. So I was like, okay, we got to make another fast car. And uh, so I just kind of went through and took inventory. And I had no idea that the parts were still universal for the, yeah. new, for the new stuff. And true, true. Uh, I just kind of went through and, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, could I have just bought a new one? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, day, you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but it would it would it have been as much fun, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, and and the other thing is, you know, it's like, well, the new one wouldn't have come with these fancy wheels or the cool body. You know, like yeah, I would have, yeah. So I would have had to do that later anyway. But it's kind it's kind of like West Coast Customs, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you could buy it stock, but come on. there's so so much more that's cool so 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 sorry so yeah so i want to get into uh sorry do you want to keep going on that for a little bit oh well that the idea of that car was to because we go to that carpet track that's out there and the slashes struggle on that a little bit because it's just not we haven't set them up for that yet right Um, but that car is kind of like the idea of saying okay let's see how we can do on the carpet with that car because nice. it's wider, lower, all that kind of stuff. So we're, I think we're going to make, try to make a run with that car and then maybe tune up one of the slashes to work for it too. That's cool. We'll keep watching that, the progress for that one on Instagram. And again, guys, if you're listening and you haven't uh, checked out the Instagram channels, we'll plug them again at the end here, but you need sure. to. And the other one was uh, you have a channel for your business, uh, your, you and your wife's business, and I believe it's Amigo Art. So... Tell us a little bit. We know a little bit about your background and, you know, how you, you had that. You talked a bit about your sculpture uh, abilities. And, and so what is Amigo Arts? What do you guys focus on? And um, yeah, tell us a little bit about that business. Cool, man. Thanks. Uh, um, thank you for asking, because it's always one of, of those course. things where I, I look at these guys that are on Instagram. I'm like, what do you do for a living? Like, <laughs> how, you know, like how do you? It's true. 
how do you go out and get all these cars and you know all that kind of stuff and and i'm guilty of that too but it's like i've always wondered that and about all these other people and people that are into like one-to-one racing that kind of stuff but uh now for us we uh so I went to school for sculpture, um, kind of got out, did some sculpture for a company that did a bunch of stuff for Disney. And then I kind of got headhunted here and there and kind of worked my way up into environmental graphic design. And so what that is, is like designing, uh, I would say thematic environments. Maybe. Okay. Like if you walk into, what would be a good like universal, like if you walked into like a camper world and you know, like there's, cool murals on the wall and like the pylons look like trees and all that kind of stuff that comes from an environmental craft designer and so i kind of got into that and then that kind of moved into more signage um Mm -hmm. and uh in 2008 that's when kind of the market started to slow down a little bit and i had i don't remember if i got laid off in 2010 or no i didn't get laid off the market was just slow in 2010 and i quit my job Uh, because Mm -hmm. there wasn't enough hours and we had just bought a house that was like I was working downtown Seattle and our house is probably as a crow flies 40 minutes away but in Seattle traffic it could be (laughs) you know two hours either way and and so I wasn't getting enough time there and I was like dude I just I can't do it I can't go into work for four or five hours six hours and commute for four hours it's just not, not worth it so and at the time i had already been freelancing so people would call me up and i would design a scoreboard or i would design whatever cool um and uh you know i was doing it on my own so i was like you know what i have some clientele i'm just gonna i can i have a clientele enough where if i stopped working for this many hours i could at least sustain and make more money so yeah. i was like let's do that and so i stayed at home for you know a year or two I, I say designing from my underwear because I basically was <laughs> sitting at my desk just drawing. And then finally, one of our clients was like, hey, we need someone to build this. Uh, can you do it? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. You know, awesome. and I had I hadn't fabricated in probably four or five years. And so I was like, yeah, sure. And so I called up my stepdad and I said, hey, can I borrow your uh, little welder? And I went out and I bought a chop saw. I borrowed his welder and I built a work table, a steel work table. Yeah. And then I built my first monument sign in my garage. And I was like, Dude. I was like, all right, here we go. We're off That's awesome. That and must have felt there, amazing. Dude, like it was, that- it was, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Like, um, yeah. you know, we, we were kind of like, okay, well, I could do it in the garage. And this was before kids. This is sure. you know, a couple of years before kids. And so I worked from our house. Um, and then I would go downstairs and build stuff. And then I got picked up by some bigger companies and they would yeah. have me design their whole interior. And then I just build, you know, most of the interior and their signage all for my garage. And then, um, and then it, we kind of blew up. Like, uh, we were, Sweet. I remember the, I remember exactly what happened. So we did this restaurant that's actually no longer around. They sold, but I designed this restaurant and I built everything that was in it basically and the signs hmm. i mean the gc like does the walls and does you know some sure. of the pictures and stuff but we design all the the jewelry all the cool stuff and all the yeah, stuff that people yeah. like talk about and so <laughs> that was all inside the you know from my garage and i remember my wife and i had and and this is when we first had our first our daughter we went to vacation and we uh, went on a cruise in florida and we took the red eye because we thought my, you know, my daughter would sleep, all that kind of stuff. Wishful sure. thinking, <laughs> flying cross country. Wishful thinking did right. happen. But where I'm going with this is that I, they had a competition through our industry magazine that was for, you know, signs and displays and all that kind of stuff. And I remember landing, being super tired and groggy, mm-hmm. and I had to get upload my pictures and write about them. <laughs> and I remember getting a side eye from my wife, being like you just grounded out for, you know, two and a half <laughs> weeks before that. And now you're doing this on vacation. Yeah. yeah. And so I submitted it. Um, and then we got home and probably a month later, um, waking up in bed. And at that time, I don't remember if I had a Blackberry or whatever kind of phone it was, but I look at my <laughs> phone and I'm like, I kind of sit up really quick and I look at it again and I nudge my wife and I'm like, is this, am I reading this right? 
And she looks at it and she goes, no way. And so we won best in show and first in category for the category that we had. That's and amazing. No one in our state had ever won it. <laughs> it. I mean, we were going up against the company that won first place the year before designed the Olympic sculpture in China or something like that. Okay. I mean, it was like, Out. and so this is all coming from our garage. And we were like, do you guys realize wow. that I'm like this little garage guy doing this stuff? <laughs> Doesn't matter. So, designing yeah, in your un- designing in your underwear or expensive uh, track pants doesn't matter. Yeah, apparently. man, totally. So it was, <laughs> it was rad because then from there it's like okay, well, then we started having capacity issues, and you know it was like my wife was staying home because yeah. you know I was like it doesn't make sense, and so then we got into our shop, and then it was wow, like man. from there on it's like making cool. signs, making custom sculptures, all that kind of stuff. So real cool story, man, and then and so inspiring right for for anybody that listens to this podcast that's that's cool because you know when we are talking about rc what you do and what you love is design and creation and um i think it i think they lend to one another man and it's um it's such a cool story we really appreciate you sharing it because it's uh it's nice to hear you know someone who's you know when you bust your butt and you you kind of do it for love and it's what you obviously have a passion for um to hear it work out like that that's pretty wild and um that's awesome Thanks. and the Mar- and the mariners are okay too by the way so <laughs> i don't know who you've been talking to <laughs> <laughs> well hey i'm, I'm a blue, I'm I'm a blue jay fan man so it's not oh, it hasn't been very go. good for about 20 years here so yeah uh, i feel yeah. your pain so. <laughs> i mean i'm a diehard fan but yeah they're uh they need work so yeah yeah i miss i miss i miss the ishiro days when uh you know he was he was in his prime um so listen most of us are that's that's cool i love that and again i'm gonna plug your your business at the end here man but sure but so when we talk about rc a little bit more and we're almost we're almost done here but this is i think the most i mean i've having a ball having you on so i just want to say thank you but you know hopefully this is the most fun part coming up but rc for me and for a lot of folks it's fun it's passion it's therapeutic for me to go in the garage and uh like this afternoon i took 20 minutes and and soldered some battery connectors on to some lipos and most people that don't know anything about rc like my wife would, would look at me and go all right you're smiling and right, uh right. you know you're not running from the house with your hair on fire so that's good um you mentioned something pretty cool though uh in in our correspondence before this about a modular bridge and being oh, picked yeah. up by a company what's going on yeah. there so okay so Maybe do you want some backstory on where, where this came from? Or yeah, you want sure. To just go right into it. So, Whatever, up to you, man. Um, okay, so when we first got into RC uh, this last time around with the kids, um, we found a place that's no longer around that was an indoor crawling course, right? And mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. And I looked at it and I was like, I could totally do this and make this like super rad, right? And so we started designing stuff for our backyard. And then that's when our, that's kind of our backyard thing. It was kind of like, okay, well, let's try this and see what this looks like. Let's try this, see what this looks like. And so I am very blessed to be able to have the machine and the tooling and all that to make stuff happen here. Right. Um, and so I would, you know, and I can draw it up. So I was like, okay, well, let's draw this up and do it. So originally I actually have a third account called Trail Ops RC. Okay. And originally what I was gonna do is I was gonna partner with my neighbor and we were gonna make a themed and indoor crawling course. And I came up with some indoor crawling games and all that kind of stuff. And it was just we could not find the right space and the right time to make it happen. But I mean it sure. would be like like let me put a theme out there, like it would be for two months, we would have a Jurassic Park theme crossfit. <laughs> and you would be crawling around and having all these cool things. And then the next three months would be, you know, um, I don't know, a Halloween theme or whatever. Sure. You know, and so we, uh, that was the kind of thing that we were talking about doing. But then I was like, this is going to be hard to execute. I'm already running a business that takes, you know, 100% of my time. Like, I can't, I can't really get into that. So I started looking at, you know, how do I make things? Um, and kind of hand them out to the world and so we did a um, a, an rc stand that we ended up kind of showing out to the world and what we did is we sent the proceeds to that to 11 charlie rc Um, he's on instagram i think it's just at 11 charlie rc Um, and what they do is the proceeds for that we've bought uh, 
crawler for a veteran that needed one. That's awesome. Man. The same therapeutic kind of thing, all that kind of stuff. So um, that's kind of where we started making that kind of stuff. And then I made a connection with JJ Customs. I don't remember how we made the connection. I think I was, I think actually I was on a job down in San Francisco and I was texting because we had to do a road trip for, for my business. And uh, I was texting and I said, you know, hey, where's a good place to crawl? Uh, we've got our crawlers and we're coming from Washington. And so we were talking back and forth. That was like our first introduction. And then later I designed this bridge that's a modular bridge for a 24 scale crawler. And I started designing it and kind of playing with it. and. It probably took, you know, two months of actually R&D and all that kind of stuff. And then I kind of, I built one and I sent it to him, and I, or video of it to him. And I said, hey, what do you think of this? And he was like, dude, I'm all in. So with the scene going how crazy it was at that time and how crazy it is now, the 24 scale crawlers are just hot. Yeah, I mean, they, they are. They are blowing up. And, you know, sometimes people are like, well, this is cool, but you know, crawling over the laundry or crawling over pillows, what else can I do? <laughs> and so I designed this bridge that was modular and you could like basically buy the same kit and add a link to it or add nice. a width to it. Um, you could go as long as you wanted with it, all kinds of stuff. And uh, JJ was like, hey, let's, let's pick it up. And so he's actually launching that in the next couple of days. So he told Sweet. me that. And, and you guys have seen some sneak peeks of it. I think the, so, yeah. On the Instagram. And uh, there's one of the video, there's a few videos that show it. So that's actually gonna be sold through JJ Customs. And he said, oh, if you're interested in it now, yeah. DM him. And he, okay. I've already sent him stock. So he's got stuff ready to go. Um, I guess, so yeah. there's that one and then there's another one that's like a little rope bridge that we designed and the rope bridge you're basically driving over uh, eighth inch bungee cord uh, bungee cord and you can make it softer or tighter depending on how hard you want it to be <laughs> so um, cool man but yeah so he's got both of those ready to go and uh, I'm going to be le- sending out a video soon of uh, how to put it together because that was the other thing. So my thing was like, dude, I love doing this with my kids, right? I love yeah, showing yeah. them and doing all this kind of stuff. So I wanted to create a product where they could, you could sit, I know how busy I am and I know how busy everyone is. And sometimes you just want to get out and do something, but sometimes you want to spend some quality time and just kind of sit down with your kids and do something. For sure, you know? man. Yeah. And kids have a hard time with long-term attention, right? So. If you're building a model, you might be able to get a little piece done, but then you're not gonna really sit down and crush it end to end. So this, I designed it so that you can go start to finish and build it in about 10, 15 minutes. That's awesome. And, and, it, and then you and it, throw, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's action associated after it's been put together, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah, I mean, you could put it between two books, you can put it, you know, <laughs> wherever you want. We have some video, I don't know if I posted the video of it or not yet, but uh, of it, we took it out to our track, our trail, we call it the taco trail. We took it out to yes, the trail seen it. And, yeah. and put it on some, uh, across some water crossings and stuff like that. <laughs> and just took the little 24 awesome. out there and had some fun with it. That's awesome. And you know what, uh, crawling is something that I'm, I'm flirting with, right? It's like that, you're 17 and you, you keep going to the same diner because there's that hot girl that you want to meet, oh, dude. but you haven't dude. really said hi yet. I'm kind of, I'm at that stage right now. So I'm, 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 I'm really, and because you can't always get out, I can't always get two hours to go to a track or I can't, I can't, you know, and, and if it means to your point, I could engage my, one of my kids in it. Um, that'd be cool. So, I mean, dude, that's I don't a, know. Yeah, I don't know what it is about crawling because I was the same way. <laughs> I looked at it because we had those fast cars first and then uh, I looked at it and I was like, uh, that looks boring. Like how how boring would that be to go slow? Yeah. And just like, you know, just sit there and stare at your car. And then I, I kind of looked at it and I was like, all right. I don't remember what it was, but I remember, I don't know if it was uh, fresh squeeze. So I when we were doing all this we were you know we got the rc cars and then my kids and i would watch mostly my son and i would watch the watch youtube right and watch yeah, all yeah. These, so we'd oh, watch yeah. rc sparks um yep. we'd be all over him and watching the tough truck competitions <laughs> and then uh we'd watch uh fresh squeezed rc so yep. dude so i'm buddies with that guy um 
you should talk to him. He would love to come on the show. All right. Yeah, um, for he's, sure. He's a really cool, and he has a lot of intel on the go fast slippery cars that slide a lot. So <laughs> he does a lot of the smoke shows. I, I bite on his style all the time. But anyhow, going, going back, like I remember seeing these crawlers and he had some too. And I was like, all right, I think we're going to try this. So I, this was when Red Cat first came out. Yeah, with the that's right. right. So, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of another kind of secret that I have. So I got a Gen 8, right? And I loved it. And the kids loved it. And so I was like, hey, this is a good thing. And I'm a designer and this company seems like it needs a little bit of help uh, with marketing. Yeah. And so I reached out to them thinking I could you know, do something, whatever. Sure. And I said, hey, we've got this program from our kids school that's called a, a touch a truck. You know, is there any way you can help me out with uh, getting some cars so I can make a course and have these kids run through and drive these cars on a course kind of a thing. And they weren't set up at the time to do that, but they said, hey, you're a business. Why don't you just sign up to get a, a wholesale account? And then if you wish to do it, you could buy whatever cars you want. You don't have to sell the cars, but you could buy whatever cars you want and do it huh. and just post up on your account, on your Instagram of what you're doing. And so I was like, cool. So then that's how we have so many red cap cars. That's awesome. We, we have that account. And then, you know, it made it a lot more economical for us because like guys might look at my account and my cars and stuff and be like dude this guy's throwing some dough at it and reality is they are all built on the cheap like super cheap yeah. like i mean everything well what i guess part of it is it's a lot of the stuff is handmade that we do but the other part of it is i get the cheap parts there's only a few things that i've actually splurged on uh, yeah. i got a, a hobby wing axe system for one of my trucks um, yeah that was my big splurge. And then I splurge on tires every now and then, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I have yet to splurge on wheels. I really, really want to get a, a <laughs> set of uh, Vision RC wheels. Those guys, that guy is making some awesome stuff. But uh, I feel I feel like I'm cheaping out on so much of my other stuff that I'm like, I don't know. I can't get a super but, nice set. Yeah. But you know what? That's, that's kind of key too. I'm glad you brought that up because cost has been prohibitive in this hobby sometimes and if you can show and we can show folks that they can get into it and and crawling is a great example right because the ent the cost of entry with crawling is considerably lower than if say you wanted to jump in on like an arma Italian or something right sure. it's it's a way for you to get in and, and understand the mechanics and have some fun and then jump off from there so i've done it bass backwards obviously but i uh <laughs> I think, hey, I'm gonna have to get into that that crawling. So that that is an awesome story, man. Yeah, everybody, check out. Is it JJ Customs? JJ Customs, yeah. Yeah, you know, give them a DM if you're into crawling and check out the modular bridge. And it sounds really cool. Um, I'm glad you shared that with us. And hey, first product debut on the podcast. There you go. So there there we you go, go, man. Paula, Hopefully, that's awesome. I'll have some more for you later. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, man. That's, that's the way my brain works. I'm always oh, like. We're doing this for, again, for sure. I'm already telling you. So I'm not even going to give you the option. We're doing this again because this <laughs> right has been on. good. Um, cool. All right. I'm, I'm going to do a little a little thing here called uh, a little segment I like to do. And then um, we're going to wrap. But this is, this is I keep saying this is going to be the, the most fun. This one will be the most fun. Cool. Um, I'm going to give you a word. There's a, a word or a short phrase. I'm going to do five of them. And I just want you to pop whatever comes into your head. Some people, boring people call this word association. I call it word for word. Okay. <laughs> so, cool. first one's easy. RC. Fun. Nice. SCX24. Ooh. Uh, well, let me just talk Ooh, who could it. be your word? <laughs> I, I know. Uh, SCX24. Uh, gateway, I would say. <laughs> so. Nice. It's the gateway drug into college. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, your next one. I'd rather be nowhere else, man. Oh, Life is good. That, Life that was is a loaded. Good. That was a loaded one, man. Um, yeah. Here we go. My backyard is sick. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, anybody again who's listening, it's true, man. You got to check it out. You, you got pictures of it on Insta. You shared it, man. If if my oh, wife oh. would let me fill in the pool and, and build the track, I would do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, dude, here's the thing. So our backyard, like, it's totally shady and wouldn't grow grass. And <laughs> and we're so busy all the time. And, it's, and the only kind of outlet that we did with the kids was baseball. And so I was like, dude, we got to have something back there that, you know, is a, a little bit more 
engaging. So, and the kids built, helped me build it. So that's uh, awesome. Yeah, well, now we put the track in and a crawling course. Why not? Sick. All right, last one. Um, and you kind of mentioned something about this, so uh, this is a bit of a loaded one too. Canada. Canada. I don't know why, but I always <laughs> sound like, <laughs> like I, I have an affinity for Canada. Like I, my 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 wife's family is Canadian. Uh, we used to go up to Canada every year, several times to go snowboarding up in Whistler. Nice. Um, and the funny thing is, I I, I know I'm totally gonna botch it. Remember, but one of the first beer that I had from Canada. Yeah, go go. I don't remember if it was no, I don't remember if it was Moosehead or Moose Troll or whatever. Moosehead, no, you nailed it, man. It's Moosehead, buddy. Yeah. So I remember having and and back then that was before we could drink in the states, and I was like 16 or whatever, and I'd go up with my buddies. My parents would take us snowboarding, and my parents, I was a quasi responsible kid, so my parents would be like, "Go ahead and go out." you know, go to the clubs or whatever. Cause back then I think you could drink at 18. And, yeah. Yeah. And me and my buddy both had goatees at 16. And so we had little beards <laughs> and we'd go in there like, in our, in all our, as you would call them in your toots and your yeah. shirts oh, and all that. Oh so yeah, man. We'd go up to the clubs and go party. So nice. So. Dude, this, this, uh, this was awesome, man. I really appreciate it. Um, Pablo Guerrero, uh, and, and um, I just want to plug the accounts again. So at RC underscore Amigos, check it out on Insta. At Amigo underscore Arts, check it out. Um, and also I'm going to plug, I think you said at 11 Charlie RC. Yeah. That kind of resonated with me, man. Um, check that out as well. I, I want to say, I have so much more to ask you, believe it or not, but I want to save stuff because like I said, I hope we can do this again. Um, yeah, and, and maybe have you on consistently. Um, sure. I'm gonna we'll follow you and your and uh, your RC superhero powers. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much. Thanks so much for coming on with me today, man. I really appreciate it. Cool, brother. Thanks a lot for asking me. It's it's, uh, it's very enlightening when you know when you see that people are actually seeing what you're doing and and following you and stuff like that. You're like, really? I'm just a dude out here <laughs> raking stuff. So, <laughs> but, hey, man. My pleasure. And hopefully, hopefully more people check out your stuff on Insta too, man. So uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks again, man. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Peace out. Take care. Later.